Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for joining Rusty Moy right here on this beautiful platform. I have been going through not the best time, but I'm going through it and I know that there's no more that bears on me than I can only imagine and handle. So that's why I'm here and I'm doing what I do best. And when I'm working and I'm energetic and I'm doing what I love, it brings me energy and a smile on my face, despite how glim or dark things may seem. Episode 101 with your girl, Rusty Moy. How to spot your dating a liar from a mile away. There are so many subtitle signs and clear signs that you're dating a liar or a compulsive liar. Guys, sometimes the signs are readily noticeable when you're not even necessarily looking for them. But mostly don't think anything of them until it's too late. And if these signs are unresolved, you could be heading down a dark path in your relationship. Take it from me, your girl Rusty Moy, from experience. You got a liar, get rid of him. I've dealt with the compulsive liar in my dating years. And unfortunately, it destroyed my faith and loyal, trustworthy relationships for a period of a time. Okay, of a vulnerability lifetime. Okay, it took many years to cleanse me to help me realize the vulnerability and accepting someone in my love life. And it's not easy to be able to say, you know what, I surrender and I'm going to trust you 100%. Because when you do, that's when the lies come. Here we come again. This compulsive liar. But the one thing I wish I had known in all of those instances of deceit were the earlier signs that I was with someone who would never value the truth and that I wasn't worth honesty and integrity. Those signs may have been very subtle or more like stepping stones, but they were signs worth addressing or closing doors that need to be in order for another to open. And even though some of those signs are like subtle and harmless, I am trying to say without being quick to judge that if you're always thinking of the bumpy situation, Keep thinking about it. Those harmless signs doesn't mean that you won't get worse from them, but you want to be aware. Okay. I can't stress it enough. Be aware. Ladies, gentlemen, just be aware. Okay. You want to realize what's going on up front. You don't want to be, you know, too far down the line and say, you know what? This is a compulsive liar I'm dealing with. Okay, so I'm going to continue on. It doesn't have to be about something serious, which it never is. It could be a petty lie. And you know that person's lying, but you don't know why. So maybe he or she just didn't want to tell you he or she was out having a beer, a beer with a couple of guys um, after work, or instead that you believe he was working late or she was working late. And maybe because you didn't ask, he didn't, he or she didn't feel the need to tell you um his whereabouts which is kind of kind of sketchy i mean we would we would say because if this person wants to know all everything about you and all your business and everything and little small little things they forget to mention to you then you know that they're not too honest so you want to keep your eye on them and you're not going to take this uh, person that's not so honest too far in your life because that would be a mistake because you already know what you're dealing with so you're going to have your p's and q's up you're going to be kind of looking around and noticing your surroundings and knowing with the behaviors of this individual they're not even worthy of your time but in relationships a commitment there is a little thing called courtesy okay and which we all heard of courtesy you've heard of it right 
And when courtesy is valued, the person you're dating will want you to feel secure, assured, and considered. That's all is it. That's that's all and that's it. And that's the T in what I'm saying here. Where there's a lack of fear of courtesy level of behavior becomes situational is when he goes out of his way to keep secrets from you or to keep you ill-informed. And if he or she, um, when it happens to catch he or she either, they denies it or dishes every excuse and a little white book of lies or comes down clean without the incentive of this respect in the future. Okay. And of course, you don't expect him or either her to tell you every gritty bit of detail of their life because no one's going to give you all the scoop. But just little small things, petty things is worthless to even lie about. You aren't really looking to know whenever he or she leaves the house to grab a grocery. The fact of the matter is he or she would consider your feelings and enough to respect what you would say. So letting you know he or she is planning a boy's trip or going somewhere, going to an event. I mean, I think that would just be a courtesy and a relationship. And if your feelings matter to him or either her, he or she would not want to keep anything from you that would damage or trust the respect of the relationship, whether it's small or whether it's big. Because small lies turn into big lies and then you can change a lie and you become a compulsive liar. Okay. So if you approach him or either her, because it's he or she here, um, of the matter, the motive is him or either her whereabouts and he or either her refuses to come clean or talk about it. Take it as a sign that either A, they're guilty of, of, of something, B, he or either her. Uh, defense mechanism means that he or either her never intended on honesty from the very beginning. Okay. So personal shame can have a major impact on a reaction in response to situations such as getting caught out in a lie. So if he or she tends to justify his actions or her actions by pointing out unrelated flaws in the relationship or turning the tables on you, it is safe to say this manipulation tactic is not new for him or the her. So someone who truly cares for your feelings is someone who can make space for admitting their wrong, taking accountability for their behaviors through their actions. Okay. So you probably heard this before and that is like cheating usually ends up um disrupting the, the, the circumstance in your relationship. And it all comes from lies. It all boils down to lies. So with a short commercial break, I'll be back with dating a liar. Basically that's our episode. So don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. It gets even better from here. Dating a liar. Hey guys, episode one, dating a liar. That's what it all boils down to. If you feel you're dating a liar, you could definitely feel pretty interested and focused into this episode. And if you have dated a liar in the past, then you can even understand it and be involved even more. So, if you're out there and you're lying in your relationship, small or big lies, quit. Because it's not really even necessary. Realize you're only hiding the truth from your own eyes. Because eventually, it's going to come out. And what are you going to do? It's going to matter. Because you're going to be by yourself. Or it's just going to be a crazy upside down relationship that's not going to go any further. So, keep it real. Stop lying.
Welcome back. I thank you so much for joining me right here on this platform. I know dating a liar is never easy. So if you're just joining in, I will be continuing on with it and having a couple of discussions and maybe a few examples of dating a liar. We have those who lack trust that tend to withdraw, remain guarded emotionally, and refrain from the risk of vulnerability. And then there are those who tend to overperform and overextend themselves in order to gain that mutual sense of trust. This is like saying, I feel safe with others accept and approve of me. My value is defined by found in others, so therefore I can depend on them. Okay? I know this was probably a whirlwind to take. And this understanding, yet those are black and white sides of trust related to extremes, while there are also those who hover in between on the spectrum. This is something to bear more proactively in mind if you're dating someone who consistently feels the need to gain your trust and seems to need your constant reassurance of trust. Okay, relationships become complicated over time. This is natural, guys, okay? It's inedible, so not to really worry for as long as this can be acknowledged and nurtured maturely and proactively. Maybe both aren't the type to have heavily debated discussions or deep emotional intellectual topics or periods, or maybe you can simply enjoy the silence of each other, the company. That's cool. Then carry on, you know? But when um, it creates distance, that's different. Or if it brings up, a circle topic of conversation that are important to you, it seems to trigger them. It's time to raise some flags and get to the bottom of the issue, okay? So you definitely want to get to the bottom of it. This is the storyline for me. I dated a guy for two years. He had worked for a Fortune 500 company. He decided to not work for a Fortune 500 company and create his own Fortune 500 company, Okay. He eventually did get a job working late nights at the gym, okay? And he would probably be at this gym part-time, maybe to 1 a.m. in the morning. I worked and cracked to dawn on morning shifts. So by the time he was off to work, I was out in hours uh, sleeping for work the next morning. We didn't live together. So it was normal for me to make conversations in passing and how his shift would the next time we spoke. Okay, and time it got to a point where we really didn't like talking about anything and it was avoided and it was annoyance for the both of us. And frankly, long story short, and many suspicions later came to find out he was spending time meeting people. Uh, He was working and having drinks after work with uh, co-workers and after that, hanging out with people that he shouldn't have been hanging out with. Granted, I was someone who needed to know his whereabouts or who he was with or what he was doing or have a reason or some evidence because it just seemed suspicious. And I realized I was with someone whose morals and values no longer align with mine. So what did he get? The boot. And if that was hypothetically true, which is not, then that would be more proficient and it would be a double standard. But this is not true. This is just a scenario. But I did date someone that um, worked for Fortune 500 company and um, created Fortune 500 company. But they actually relocated. But the other baloney was not true. So that was just a scenario. I have another one. He's upset that you didn't let him know what time you would be home with the girls. The girls night out. But he feels he doesn't need to do the same for you when he goes out with the boys. Okay. And he keeps tabs. Tit for tat. 
I think is hypocrite cousin. So bear that one in mind. So, I mean, if you're dealing with the whole tit for tat thing and this person's always trying to get you back, I think you're with the wrong individual because tit for tat does not work in my book. Okay. All right. Well, you went out and you spent a hundred on your hair and nails. So I'm going to go out and drink with the guys and I'm going to spend a hundred bucks too. Hypothetically, that's the behaviors of someone that's acting very immature and they're doing another tit for tat scenario. Okay. So definitely keep in mind when you're dating someone, the maturity in the relationship, where the mindset is and how they feel and the direction they're going in. Because that definitely matters when you're in a relationship. It definitely, definitely matters because everyone's not um, mentally, physically and emotionally ready for relationships. Or if they're emotionally and physically ready for the relationship, they're not ready for all the other things that come along with a relationship. And that's perfectly fine. And if you're not ready, then maybe you should wait till you're ready and not waste another's time or um, vulnerability or etc. So I hope you guys enjoy episode 101, Dating a Liar. And if nothing else, I want to hear your feedback, your questions, your concerns and comments about this episode 101. Still there's no place I'd rather be